Hi guys, welcome to Viewpoints, a podcast with Lizzie and Michelle. I'm Lizzie. I'm Michelle. Today we have some very special guests with us that I'm so excited to introduce to you because they have a lot of personal experience in the creative industry and they're here today to share it with you guys. Uh, we have Jacqueline, a director and a documentary filmmaker. We have Camilla, a blogger and a traveler. And we have Lena, a creative student and an aspiring designer. And they all met each other through a summer course in Prague Film School, where they came together to create short films within a span of two weeks. And some of them were involved in more technical stuff, um, whilst the others directed the entire short film. And today they're here to talk about their experiences in their success fields, not just their experience in Prague Film School. And I'm very excited to share their viewpoints with you today. So as a general question for all of you, what were or are your majors in university and how did that integrate into your careers now? Yes. Uh, so uh, after I graduated, I enrolled into university and program called multimedia and communication. And I wanted to study this in this field because, uh, you know, after secondary school, it's maybe harder already to know what exactly one thing you want to study. So I, I chose this program, Multimedia Communication, that involves many kind of media aspects, channels, uh, and it's also creative, but also you have to know some theory and it's somehow down to earth. It's not like you are a painter or director. In Multimedia and Communication, you also had to study some basic things that are maybe more exaggerated for people who who are just trying to get to the place where everything is creative and fun. Mm -hmm. But uh, for my character, I think it's uh, suitable. And um, I'm always kind of looking for a theory. And I'm not going a very like academic way. I'm uh, learning a lot from my daily work and working in these film studios. And I find it more uh, useful at this moment than uh, going away from all this and studying only, for example, two years major degree and not working in my field. Thank you, Jacqueline. Um, Camilla, what about you? Ah, so well, my uh, my studies were not totally related at all with any creation. Mm. <laughs> I in high school I was and um, geographic and mathematics. Um, how you call profile? Yeah. So basically, I was studying my major exams with uh, geography, mathematics, and English. And then when I finished high school, I didn't know uh, I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't know where to go, which direction, and I really wanted to have a gap year. So I decided to have a gap year to think what I want. And then um, yeah, and then I left Poland. I'm from Poland. I went to Spain. I was living there for a few months. I learned Spanish. So again, like Jacqueline said, learning by doing like. It's also for me, like I prefer to learn by doing. So then in Spain, I was able to learn Spanish very quickly. Then I went to uh, US and then I decided to come back to Poland and study uh, international business. So it was like totally not related to uh, any, oh, wow. any art at all. But then actually that was the perfect way for me to discover what I want because uh, studying in you know, one of the best economics universities in Poland and I just realized that this, this like speed and this way of thinking and this like um, money oriented people like that's not something for me. And then I after I finished studying for traveling and I like since 
three years I never like came back to settle in Poland because then I explored much more and now I live in Iceland and I like I discovered music and I'm into art and I'm painting and I'm kind of into any sort of art now like any of it like I'm just expanding on different levels <laughs> that's such a great example that whatever you're studying right now doesn't necessarily necessarily yeah. have to be where you will yeah go in the future so for everybody listening that's a little rocky on their uh, <laughs> uh major university choice right now you know it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be what you end up doing in the future yeah and Lena, i know that you're while well, you're studying with me you're studying <laughs> graphic design uh second year in Prague yeah. college so tell me about that. So how you how you went into that direction? Because I know you were more uh, fine arts oriented in the beginning when you were in high school. In high school, uh, I studied the IB and it was uh, the subjects were pretty scattered. There wasn't really a specific field that um, it was oriented in. But one of the things I studied was fine arts, uh, and that was my favorite area. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I was always really into uh, film, just editing videos, making random stuff. And I thought that I would go to film school mm -hmm. after high school. But then after lots of discussions with my parents, we decided that it's best uh, I study something else. And I also study in Prague, it's closer to, to them for my first degree. And that's how I decided to study graphic design instead, because it's still really connected. I think uh, all areas of design and art are kind of connected if you search for the connection. And I think no matter what kind of knowledge I collect, it's still going to help me towards my end goal. That's why I'm not any more sad or like skeptical oh why did I study graphic design I really like it and I think the skills I learn are really useful and are going to help me in no matter what I choose yeah, to do. I absolutely agree with you at the end of the day you're still in the creative field and the knowledge that you will gain from you know studying graphic design will always help you and always be there for you no matter where you extend in your future so I yeah. believe it was the same with Camilla that whatever knowledge she gained even though it was not uh, necessarily related to where she is at right now probably most likely helped her um, to develop as a person to use it in her career and like what you said uh, what you study in university straight out of high school it really doesn't define you yeah. lots of people are super stressed yeah. about it in me and like but it's really, I would yeah, just, just add to one more thing about like parents and like the decision because they really want the best for us, but sometimes they're not like yeah. they're not listening. But yeah, just not listening to what our parents want because that's not the best decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it worked out a little better because I had uh, this fight with my parents way earlier about you know technical subject versus arts mm -hmm. because in everybody's very sort of maths physics uh, oriented everyone's like an engineer and suddenly I'm here oh I want to make videos like I want to <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah it's worked out well also one of the advices that I got in Prague Film School from the teachers it was don't study film straight out of high school yeah. and look how that pretty great so yeah <laughs> Yes, what? because uh, if I may add just a little uh, yeah, comment, yeah, I, I think uh, this advice is good because for uh, doing films or directing especially, you need some, some kind of life, life experience. 
and yeah. whether whether this is coming like Camilla's way or or some other way, but it's very useful because I have al- also read the book about the hundred greatest directors uh, in in the world, and they mostly of them they are from different kind of field. They are not straight like into directing. They are lawyers. They are they have worked in uh, in uh, like uh, with clients and things like that, even in lower positions. But it helps you to uh, analyze and get to know people, characteristics, also uh, behavior, and that's very important in directing. And I understand it now when I see how my fellow older colleagues are working. I cannot just, from my experience, give the same give the same like uh, advice for actors because I'm just not into the years as my fellow uh, older colleagues are. Yeah, that's why lots of uh, famous directors or any masterclasses I've watched, they're all like saying, you don't have to go to film school to make movies. And it's also a really grounding thought for me that mm, filmmaking is just essentially storytelling. And you don't have to have every single piece of knowledge about like fancy equipment and lighting to be able to tell a story. And yeah, experience collects over time. I like how you guys are talking right now. And just to point that out here. Um, And on that note, actually, we have a question for Jacqueline. Yeah, we wanted to ask you, uh, what are current projects that you're working on? If any, you'd like to discuss any of them? Because uh, our audience does not know exactly what all of you do, so yeah. So yes, uh, start. Uh, I will start the time from Latvia, Riga. Maybe someone knows this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Europeans probably know. Uh, but uh, yes, I'm uh, actually COVID time have been very productive for me, starting from the last year's uh, beginning of the COVID uh, saga uh, epidemic. Mm. Uh, the first two weeks were very depressing for me because it was all paused and nobody knew what will happen in uh, our field because it's always connected with people and uh, s- schedules full of uh, organizing movements, la la la. But uh, actually, uh, people were staying home and they were watching TV. That was the only thing they were able to do. And this is the field I'm into uh, because I've worked uh, mainly uh, with TV series projects like with more more sensible, uh, useful and uh, like educational content. And I was doing uh, many kind of social ads uh, regarding also the doctors and uh, and uh, yeah the medical assistants involved in this time. We were visiting these kind of places, so it's really interesting that you are allowed and you are asked to go to these critical places and it's somehow feeling that you are close to the front line of the war. And it was very, uh, uh, very interesting for me because I was actually one of these professions not staying home but going in the epicenter of this uh, all action. And uh, but I wasn't afraid. <laughs> and. And now uh, I have been working uh, by two uh, Latvian fiction films being made. Also, one is co-production with Lithuania, and, uh, Poland and Estonia. And uh, I'm making behind the scenes. So I basically need to uh, think about, uh, create a concept that mm-hmm. I'm fulfilling by visiting these shooting days. And uh, then I write editing notes to my editor and we are creating this five till uh, 10 minute uh, short stories 
but uh, it's not like just visiting and filming everything you see. You have to make a concept. You have to make uh, uh, questions and also a uh, uh, concept for editing. It's not just like you're having fun time behind the scenes and everything uh, you are filming it's in, is uh, useful for audience. An audience is not a stupid guys. <laughs> so you have to think about very quality content that it's not similar to other films behind the scenes. For me, it's a ve- this is a very busy time. I know I'm uh, included also in another fiction film that is very that is being soon a film. Then it's very important to our Latvian nation. And uh, so when I uh, when I hear from people like you that are already so successful and having different projects to work on, and uh, especially in the creative field, which I always find so hard to get a name in and become successful in, in your own way. And I always have this question, like, I can't help to ask, how did you get to this stage? This behind the scene uh, creating is very hard moment because Mm -hmm. it's not like that in real life, because mostly actors don't want to talk with you. Departments of the art or or what or lights they don't want to talk to you because they are very introvert persons and they are not used being in front of the camera they are always behind the camera so you have to really often get this uh, rejection from people and after that you go home and you feel somehow also personally rejected so it's easy to deal with all these impressions and yeah. and mostly behind the scenes are uh, people think that it's something all, all, only funny or just entertaining but so basically the, it depends on the director or for example i don't want to see behind the scenes only as an entertainment so from my point of view it won't be only entertainment and it, it depends on the people who are making it but uh, how did i get in i don't know i really think that i am somehow lucky because i met the right persons Best of the best of the makers all, already is in uh, 2013 while I was studying, and since that somehow the gates were just opening. Uh, but of course you have to work hard, you have to gain trust, and if you fell down someone, they will find someone to replace you. And I have also this kind of experience where I, where I understand that someone is better in my position. But you have to understand that it's it's you have to let that other person to take this job because you won't be good in what you are not good. And it's all, it's not like a, a fairy tale story, of course, as you all may know from your lives. Uh, you have these rejections. But uh, I really wanted to be in this field. I really want to make a, a good and useful content. So somehow this drives drive uh, moves me on and. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm really lucky in this case. It's really not just um, because of my uh, abilities. It's also because I don't know what what generates our fate or our lives, uh, God or what what else. But uh, it's not just my my uh, job that I am. Big, yeah. So why I'm in the place where I am. So yeah. And also, when you mentioned connections bringing my experience into this too I realized the moment when I started meeting new people in the for example I was more into the theater arts industry and when I started to perform in different stages and in different places and I met people producers and directors and made some sort of impression or made some sort of connection that 
really was a, the peak of my, I guess, me being on stage is because there were directors then that knew me or remembered me and reached out to me. So I think also what you said about connections and make, like meeting people and meeting the right people is so important. That can get you really lucky, especially in the creative industry when you know a lot of people. And uh, actually the moment is, for example, I have uh, also fellow colleagues in my age, it's, it's, I'm 28 now, uh, and these fellow colleagues come from uh, film studies. They have graduated, for example, directing uh, directors or, or whatsoever, and they feel already very natural of like offering themselves as directors. Mm-hmm. But due to the fact that I haven't graduated any di- like a director program or whatsoever, I don't have this kind of attitude and self-esteem. It's Sometimes it really blocks me because I, I don't feel that I am uh, maybe prepared or good for offering myself. But on the other hand, my character is like that, that if I want, I will try. So it's a good combination because... Yeah, in my studio, it's a good example. One of the best uh, directors in these kind of uh, documentary films, he has also no uh, director's uh, education. He's a journalist. And uh, from the other hand, uh, he also, he, he has just this natural talent. So again, it's not only that you will graduate directors and you will be successful. What do you hope to uh, bring to the table with your own like personal style and your approach to these documentaries? Yeah, that's the thing I want to make, a quality of uh, social uh, content. It's like more not like just traveling, eating and uh, relaxing, but it involved more topics that regards people inner like feelings or situations in lives and also show a little bit more real life and real problems. It's, some, it's like a documentary, very documentary style I want to uh, use in TV episodes. It's not obligated that I want to make documentary short films, but I want to make TV episodes. There are more than one, yes. It's like a TV shows. And I want to get this quality from documentary inside of it and talk more about social problems. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I'm always... In Latvia, it's not that often uh, people are f- open or freely to talk about these many kind of things But uh, I think if you have in order, if you uh, kind of uh, have in order your uh, personal life thoughts and your all sense of yourself, then only then the the nation can move on to next steps in in, uh, many kind of aspects. It's like you have to get rid of problems. It's like self-cleaning. And I, I want to make a content that helps somehow people understand that they have problems, they can solve them and move on. And it's like a very social um, yeah, niche point of view I want to include. In the pilot podcast, me and um, Mish were talking about how much influence media and art yes. and what we uh, produce has an effect on the people and how they learn from it and like actually take in the information that they see from media and see from the films and everything like that. I feel like it's the one of the most important influential uh, ways that they gain information. So I completely agree and support what you're saying and what you want to depict in your uh, in those documentaries and in the things that you 
produce. And also Elena told me, provided me this piece of information that you really enjoy documentaries and films that teach you something new that you haven't experienced before or uh, there are uh, characters presented uh, whom uh, you can take or learn something new from. So with that preference, in mind and with that like philosophy that you have um do you also try to incorporate the same principle in the things that you produce as well uh i try for example this is a good uh, good question because uh before starting these behind the scenes i talk with producer about what how how i see these behind the scenes that i don't want to make a uh, regular behind the scenes just going through departments and showing to uh, audience uh, what they are just doing. Of course, for audience, it's always interesting but because they are not in that field, but it's no more interesting for me. So I offer them uh, more more complicated like a scheme, a scheme or plan how to make make it and talk more about broad broader topics, not only related to the specific t- uh, topic of the film, Mm-hmm. But, but or a specific aspects of the characters, for example, these actors are creating, but talk about more their attitudes, experiences. And that's how I wanted to integrate this, like their experience through this film, because it's, it's somehow very journalistic uh, approach. Uh, and it's always interesting to read uh, long articles, but this could be... A, as you said, media is very powerful, and that's why always you have to keep in mind everything you show or tell, it's the consequences will be better or worse, but there will be. And that's the thing I studied also in uh, my studies and my bachelor uh, paper was about self-reference. You are creating for people self-reference. It means uh, you are influenced by that and the the aspect from what you are influenced, you will start to think about yourself in from that way. And as you think about yourself, you are uh, reacting to uh, outer world. So mm-hmm. it's very important that the message is coming out from all media, television, mo- movie field persons are that they are well made and that the creators are taught about the aspects or consequences. So it's not it's not like a childish right. way to approach these things and with no uh, lack of uh, responsibility. I mean, yeah, especially because films are the easiest to kind of take in because, you know, it's a lot easier to watch a movie about something than read an entire book. And it's important yeah. that creators uh, keep in mind that and don't feed garbage to these people <laughs> guess, yeah. to who, so they should give them actual knowledge yeah same with social media because it's such a, a huge way of gaining information nowadays to young people i think it should be the same thing that should be taken into consideration you know what you feed to these people yeah, for sure. the information that you feed mm-hmm. no but this makes me so happy that uh jacqueline you say that because that's exactly what we we're talking about in our pilot podcast yeah. and i feel now it's like <laughs> our point of view is validated from somebody <laughs> that comes from this field and that knows more about it um also one thing that uh, personally and i know a lot of people my age and that are trying to go further into the creative industry they all think that they need to aim towards going to the States 
to become something and become successful or find opportunities because they think that in the states the film industries the creative industries are more valued and that's where they will get the most recognition or the most success so as people here on this podcast that are pretty happy with what you're doing and where you're at in the creative industry but you are in uh Europe do you think that being in Europe has limited you in any way or what would you say to the people that think that they must go to the states to become anything yeah, honestly i really thought about this cuz when you look around the industry everything is very like los angeles based you know all the film stuff yeah. and i thought uh, that the reason is so influential and so kind of looked at is because we give the attention you know if you just point the attention anywhere else any other place can be just as good so it's i think it's what you make of it uh, i don't think art should be limited by one specific place or something and I, i also the whole concept of for example oscars it's it's a bit strange because only one place and only one culture kind of defines what's good and what's successful but you can, you can do it anywhere you know you don't have to be limited that's what i think definitely i feel like there's a really big mentality of this american dream where everyone kind of aims to get there as you said where uh people just see success in that one place and they don't want to branch out their views and their uh thoughts into the fact that people in europe can be just as successful and have just as much to say or more to say than people in the states do uh yeah as you touched the word mentality i was thinking while lena was talking uh for me of course it would be interesting and very uh good to train myself by going to one of the or the biggest uh in film industry the united states and uh, do some work but my mentality is different i won't ever feel good in there and i like a uh, kind of uh, more intimate uh, environment and especially that's why i chose to go to prague not also to london I, the first idea was to go to london but mm-hmm. i somehow started to watch uh, czech movies and i and for, for my mentality we are also sharing uh, the experience of the soviet union soviet mm-hmm. uh and somehow of course i'm not born in those times i was born after that but somehow still it's in air and uh, this kind of also affects me uh and i uh, see world a little bit different than americans do uh, mostly of course there are exceptions and uh, there are many good directors who have their roots in uh, europe uh, for example polanski he also works in hollywood but he's still i think very very natural to his uh roots uh but still i, I agree to lena uh, if you are good at what are you you are doing then you will be doing it good wherever you are it's just easier maybe to be in smaller country or area or ge- geographical part like europe because we are not that many as americans and yeah i would agree and... totally with the guys like the the mentality of americans in europe is like so so different yeah and uh, i've worked with a lot of uh, american directors when it has come to film or theater arts and they choose to come from america to prague or to europe because they believe that that's you know they will be more appreciated here because uh everything is more on a smaller scale and then when people and especially people our age 
have this dream or this idea that when they will go to the States, I'm not saying they shouldn't, but you know, for the people that are listening or wondering whether or not they should, I think it's important to take into consideration that realistically there is there are millions of people uh, who are like them that are trying to uh, make it get this yeah make it and get the same thing out of going to America what are the chances that you're going to stand out from all of them and I think that you know Europe should not be uh, disregarded Mm. when it comes to creative fields because when you look at international films or when you look at literature from different authors from different countries like Russian authors like poetry even everything in creative field like Lena said when you're good you're good and you will be appreciated and chances are you will be appreciated more when you are in a country where it's it's not such a huge competition and where this international creative outcomes are more valued in America I think they aim more towards you know more americanized more sensationalist um, stuff the yeah, general exactly i get from like europe and this other part of the world is just more personal more something with a message whereas america is just so sensationalist and so bright mm-hmm. and like saving the world superheroes that's the kind of feeling i get but it's essentially to boils down to what you want like there's nothing wrong with making i don't know superhero movies so yeah it's just uh, i think uh, as far as i know uh the the to compare uh the script you are making or the idea you are creating in europe probably or in latvia the director's idea it's close to his idea when the film is done or made but in america you have to deal with producers oh, with the those ones who gives you that big money and it's so far from your original point of view so it will it would just be uh, for my character it would be impossible to deal or please all those all those next steps or all those next people who want to uh, take part in the film because i i would need to change my idea i would include maybe another character or a message or whatsoever and i just don't like that someone is like editing my idea yeah, because like uh, investors they obviously want to make more money on it and they will yeah. really commercial commercialize the idea and yeah. harder yeah. to be creative like that exactly so you would have to try to fit into their um standards and yes. what they want to do and that's so limiting and that's so um bad for the artists like me and mish were talking about in the pilot where it's just when you're working with big corporations as an artist which i'm actually really against <laughs> um you, you just really have to go against what you believe in a lot of times or against your own morals and ethics and just you know work uh in for the purpose of exposure and for the purpose of uh, money yeah i feel like you just kind of end up trying to please the masses yeah. exactly and, uh, please this broader audience and kind of limiting your voice as a creative